Hey, hello everybody. We are here at the farmer's market at Scissor Tail Park near Oklahoma City. This is James Tyree of TSET. And this is Kate Howell, health communication intern. And welcome to the TSET Better Health Podcast. It is so beautiful outside right now. A little warm, but... Yes. <laughs> but there's so many people out and great local foods to look from. Tell us some conversations that you've had, James. I've had conversations with farmers. There are farmers here who've come from miles miles away to come here because this is such a vibrant market. And they're pretty excited to be here on this beautiful day. I've talked with, with uh, shoppers, people who've come from near and far, uh, just to find all kinds of really, really fresh foods and other types of items here. As you said, Kate, it's a really beautiful day. And so people are happy to be here. And so you not only get shopping for nutritious foods, but you get people who are pretty jovial because they're pretty happy to be here. It's a great atmosphere here. And so this was formerly the OSU OKC Farmer's Market, right? That is correct. It's, it was there for a long time. It moved here to Scissortail Park. And they were going to have a grand opening today, but it, it, they're going to push it back just because there's so much going on in the world around us and stuff. But it's hard to tell that's not a grand opening because it's opening here and it's grand. <laughs> <laughs> so in this podcast, we will hear from Mary Bixler, who kind of coordinates this farmer's market. We'll, you'll hear from farmers and, and customers who are here in terms of why they like being here. You will hear from people from ONI, uh, Oklahoma Nutrition Information Education, in terms of what they do for nutritious foods, farmers markets, all kinds of stuff throughout the state. And I hear that you had a pretty righteous interview too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk to Shelby Seek. She was our featured chef with Shape Your Future. We, we recorded a video with her that'll be available on the website, but we also got a little background into who she is, her story, why she chose to be a chef, and the background of the Lua restaurant in the Plaza District as well. Oh, so, really? Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> very, very nice. Okay, well, enjoy the sights and sounds of this farmer's market, and we will get right to Mary Bixler. I had a chance to talk with her a little bit ago, right before the market opened, and so here are her comments. All right. Hello, Mary. How are you? I'm very good. How are you, James? Pretty good. We're here at Scherzer Tail. What's it like? It's a grand opening, so what are we expecting today? Absolutely. So uh, we did change our grand opening ceremony just a little bit in light of everything that's going on. Socially, we didn't feel like it was exactly the appropriate time to be celebrating when there's a lot of reflection and you know intentional thinking. So we wanted to scale back a little bit on our grand opening and just provide a safe space for folks with some music. We will have a few remarks from our CEO this morning, Maureen Heffernan. Um, that'll be a little later. So we added a couple vendors this week. Um, so we have a couple more produce folks, but you can also expect to see lots of plants, um, lots of ready to eat food. We have a few artisan folks. So we have some folks that are making some really cool stuff. Um, with local products. Nice. We also have um, Oklahoma State University yeah. passing out resources right. for their horticultural program, as well as Hunger Free Oklahoma. They're with us this morning and they're passing out resources for SNAP and um, resources for how folks have been affected financially with COVID, yeah. uh, as well as some recipes and nutritional assistance programs. 
So that's basically what you'll see here today. So a little bit scaled back on the grand opening, but we're still, you know, really, really blessed with such a beautiful space. We felt like it might be more appropriate to have a celebration maybe at the end of the season. Um, and kind of we wanted to show our solidarity with everything going on right now. Okay. So for a scaled back event, it still sounds like there's a lot going on here. There are so many places to shop for foods and items. Why should people come here? Great question. Yes, we do have a lot of folks with us. With our increased safety precautions, we needed to limit the number at first, but now we're steadily increasing to accommodate more of our members. The really, really beautiful thing about local food systems is that, you know, we look at this as a, in an environmental aspect, but it really encompasses economic and social equity. So when we're able to purchase from, from folks who are growing and making their products locally, we're keeping that money circulated in the Oklahoma economy and we're lifting up, you know, local small business owners. And, and as far as quality of food, you can tell a difference once you taste any of these items. It is different. You know, these are value added, nutrient dense products. Most of these products are not coming from any further than 50 miles so thinking about that as far as you know environmental that's so much less food miles quote we call it because with planes and uh, vehicles there's a lot of emissions it takes for our food to get to our grocery store and then to the consumer so the the food miles are much much shorter uh, the growing practices are also significantly better and these folks are paying their workers as they should be they're providing you know a working atmosphere that is not you know exploitative to the environment and to the land or to people that usually work the land that you know in those large-scale uh, farming operations can be you know not the greatest uh, working situations it's, it's such a wonderful experience to be able to talk to people that grow and make your food or your items and that kind of feedback you know is very unique to a farmers market and that you're asking people and you're getting that feedback and you're learning versus just picking it up you know off the shelf there's so much more connection to to the land and how that's grown or how that's made and so it's just a lot of you know multifaceted um, but really holistic in, in the way that we look at food and talk about food. And finally, I guess T-Set and Shape Your Future will have a partnership here. What's that going to be about? Yeah, we are very, very excited for that partnership. So what we've started to do, um, Tisa is and Shape Your Future are sponsoring our Farmer's Market Cooking Series. So right now what that looks like, uh, given everything with COVID, is we are digitally, we're making a video of local chefs in the community uh, that are using seasonal ingredients to make a healthy um, meal that's filling, fun for the family to get involved in, but also workable on a budget. Yep. And so we're looking at, you know, with SNAP guidelines, we have an awesome recipe book that is like how to have great recipes and filling meals on $4 a day. So we're, we're showing folks how to prepare these items because it can be really overwhelming when you come to a farmer's market and you see so many things that you don't know what to do with them or how to utilize a whole plant like the greens of carrots or beets. And so we've, uh, we're having these chefs show us, you know, little tricks about how to make sauces or how to make stock with those extra bits as well as, you know, ways to cook these ingredients where you get the most flavor and nutrient density. So we're going to be airing those videos. Um, digitally on our social media and then when we're able to do live cooking demos we're gonna have those chefs come over and do this live and then yeah. folks will be able to get the ingredients at the market to make those recipes at home excellent well, it's very great well thank you Mary I thank appreciate you so much, it it's been so much so nice having you here on the podcast thank you I so appreciate you all being here well as I mentioned earlier this week a few days ago uh, we were able to catch up with Meredith Scott Abby Owens and Jade Owen of the Oni project and they're fantastic to speak to because they are very involved with agribusiness and farmers markets and spreading nutrition to Oklahomans throughout the state. So we were able to catch up with them. I think we had a really good conversation. Would you like to hear it now, Kate? <laughs> yeah, let's roll it. All right. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Meredith Scott, and I'm the ONI program manager. Hello, I'm Jade Owen, and I am ONI's community outreach coordinator. And I'm Abby Owens. I am ONI's operations coordinator. Uh, very good to have you guys. Thank you for your time with us, too. We really appreciate it. Just to get started, can you tell us in a nutshell, what is ONI? What does it stand for? What's your mission and what are your main programs and activities? Well, ONI stands for Oklahoma Nutrition Information Education Project. We're 100% grant funded. We have started out primarily as a SNAP education program, but throughout the years we've grown into uh, a lot of other different projects as we've received other grants. But our main goal is to make the healthy choice, the easy choice. And that's what all of our program is focused in on. That's honestly how we got involved with farmers markets. We saw that um, vegetables at farmers markets are the best they can be. And we wanted to have give all Oklahomans access to that quality food. So we started working with farmers markets to help improve that access through SNAP and other tools. So that's a little bit about us. We have lots of different projects, but we do of course love our farmers market initiative. Well, how exactly does ONI support and promote farmers markets, not only for the farmers and producers, but also for people out there, the consumers? Each year, we host the annual Oklahoma Farmers Market and Agritourism Conference in partnership with ODAF. This conference helps bring together around 500 plus growers, producers, agritourism sites, and support organizations to network, gain new skills, learn new information and really just come together to have a conversation about agriculture in this state. We also offer technical support. We also offer marketing support for farmers markets like signage, as well as digital marketing, such as social media promotion. On top of that, for consumers, we offer different resources to help bring consumers into the markets and make the markets more family friendly. Some of these are in season recipe cards to help promote specialty crops so yeah, those are some of the things we offer to support farmers markets. Where can farmers and consumers find this information? Well, we definitely have a lot of resources on our website, oniproject.org, but we also provide recipe cards and recipe stands and maybe some other resources like scavenger hunts or how to do this family event, like a cooking demo to help make the market more of an event rather than yeah. just a grocery shopping experience. Nice. I will say that one of, one of my personal favorite resources that you guys have every year ONI puts out a calendar <laughs> and we always get that, that calendar because it has all the great recipes and such for it. Yes, and we uh, definitely do provide those to different markets as well. Yesterday, my daughter flipped the calendar because it's, it's a new month now and she saw oh, orange cashew chicken and she's looking forward to actually making it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. Can you tell us about farmers markets throughout the state? Do you know about how many there are and what about them make them similar when you go from place to place? And, and what are some differences that can make each one kind of unique? So right now there are over 90 farmers markets registered in the state of Oklahoma and only has worked with markets all across the state from Miami to Frederick in all different corners. Of course, at every market, you're going to find people who are very, very passionate about their farms, the produce that they're selling, as well as their community. 
one of my favorite things about farmers markets is when you go to one, you really get a vibe of what that community is like, what their values are. Farmers markets really do foster a sense of community connectedness. Well, of course, this year has kind of been unlike any other in recent memory with the pandemic going on. Can you tell us a little how farmers markets throughout the state have had to adjust during the midst of this pandemic? So the good news is Oklahoma farmers markets are open to serve their customers. They are all following suggested safety guidelines. So vendors are wearing masks and gloves, practicing frequent hand washing. The markets are also setting up sanitation and hand washing stations. We're also seeing an increase in utilization of social media and websites by our farmers markets. A few farmers markets have recently expanded to online markets where consumers can order directly from the market vendors and come and pick up their orders curbside at the typical farmers market. So that's another way to ensure safety and limit contact. We've seen a significant shift in the local food movement during the pandemic as well. Grocery stores were running out of staple food items like bread, eggs, and fresh produce that they typically receive from out-of-state distributors. And what was awesome is many of our farmers and farmers markets had these items readily available. So consumers were able to find these items by shopping at their local farmers markets. And when you buy local, the best thing about shopping at markets is you are talking to the person who grew that item, who made it. So you're really helping to shorten the food supply chain to help ensure food safety as well as promote the local economy. It seems like farmers markets really have been a benefit even more so during this very unusual time. For sure. They've been able to keep Oklahoma families fed with healthy produce and fresh products. Well, ONI has been around for a little while now. Can you kind of describe how farmers markets have grown in recent years? And then in the other direction, what is there to look forward to in the future? Well, James, there's lots of opportunities and we really have seen some major growth in our farmers markets. We've been working with farmers markets for nearly a decade now directly, and we've seen more farmers markets open. We've also seen the capacity of the farmers markets grow seeing new vendors with new ideas, like Jade mentioned, the online shopping, and we see a lot of future opportunity with that. We are, are really helping people identify new vendors and new opportunities to create the grocery store experience at the farmer's market where you can buy the complete everything you need right at the farmer's market. We, we know that there's many vendors that don't know their vendors yet. We have a lot of backyard farmers that grow too much and they can you know make a profit as well as support their community by selling at the farmer's market. And so we're seeing new technologies being um, implemented to where uh, we're opening opportunities for a new customer base. Some millennials that would, would typically not go to the farmer's market, but now they can shop online for the farmer's market are now engaging. And so we're seeing a lot of opportunity for growth with the use of technology, as well as getting more people to grow and sell, as well as make products or farm. I do know, as you guys very well know, TSET is very interested in helping people to eat better, eat more nutritious foods, especially fruits and vegetables and, and other things. And so we're very interested uh, in all aspects of this, including farmers markets. 
at shaperfutureok.com. We have an area of farmers markets where there's information and such. And we have really enjoyed uh, working with ONI, not only our agency, but also TSET Healthy Living Program grantees, partnering uh, with ONI and your resources. So we just, we just want to thank you for that. Well, we really enjoy working with you guys, and we love that we share similar missions and that we try to complement each other the best we can to grow both of our programs and strengthen the quality of food for Oklahomans, for sure. And we, we wanted to mention, if you're looking for farmers markets, there's obviously lots of different opportunities to find those markets. Both our websites, Shape Your Future's website and ONI Project website have information. We also have Oklahoma lists all the outlets that you could find local food. And then if you're interested in being a vendor or, you know, you're starting to grow or you want to help support your farmer's market, there, we also host the Oklahoma Farmer's Market Facebook page. It's Oklahoma Farmer's Market. That gives a lot of resources for those who are wanting to help support their farmer's market on the more of the back end side. All right. Good information. Thank you so much. And thank you all for your time. We really appreciate it. You brought some really good information that people can enjoy. And uh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Wow, cool. Thank you, James, for that awesome interview. Yeah, they've been great to work with. I have over the, the past few years, uh, TSET and ONI has worked together, and uh, they've been fantastic to work with. And so I'm glad that we were able to discuss that. I had an opportunity to speak with, with some people here, vendors, shoppers of all sorts. and It's been a lot of fun. Cool. Let's go talk to them. Okay. <laughs> I'm Holmes McKnight and I'm from Oklahoma City. Angelia Whatley from Oklahoma City as well. Well, I come out to the farmer's market for freshness. They have fresh produce, it's beautiful, it's clean, it's healthy. I love to eat healthy. Uh, I love the green onions. Uh, they're sweet, delicious, and eggs. They have crafted pretzels. I have the original, which is ranch and garlic mix. I also support the Sage and Elm Acropathy for her bubble bath soap. Uh, her soaps and oils, body oils are wonderful. I also support the signature sweet treats where I have the tomato, basil, and cream cheese uh, pastry pie, delicious. And also the natural fruit pops, popsicle, because baby, it's hot out here but you can't beat coming if you come early in the morning. The reason why I came is to support Oklahoma City Parks and to support the vendors. Uh, this is a great place to come on Saturday mornings to walk and enjoy the sunshine and the great uh, weather that we're having right now. They have great fruits and vegetables for you to buy that you don't buy from the store so you don't have all the pesticide and it's coming straight from their garden. And what I bought today was a pie that was made from Signature Bakery over here. Okay. And then I bought some uh, plants, some annuals that I'm going to plant when I get home. I bought some pretzels. And all these things are made in Oklahoma, right here. And so the flavor is there. You don't have to worry about too much processing because it's all made right here. Peyton Keith from Midwest City. Desiree Keith from Midwest City. We uh, came out the first weekend that they were open and we saw they had a lot of fresh stuff out. It wasn't very big and then we heard uh, that they were getting a little bit bigger and had some more stuff so we came back out to see what they had. 
Alright, so I bought a, a big old bag full of squash today. They had zucchini, squash, and some really cute, fun varieties that would look funny that I've never tried before, so I'm going to try something new. I just saute them up and throw them on a side for dinner. I'm really looking forward to when we get some berries, strawberries, and peaches, and things like those in season. So that'll probably come later, but I keep hoping it'll be here this weekend. I like uh, interacting with some of the people who know, know a little bit more about the food, and also uh, the whole idea of supporting the farmers that are here rather than wherever else they come from and just getting the freshest stuff that we can. Shopping local, you know, being outside, having a good time, getting a little sunshine and, and just seeing also what is in season at the moment because when you go to the grocery store they could be getting that from anywhere and you know oranges aren't in season year-round but when you come to the farmers market you know you're getting what's in season right then that week. My name is uh, Rod Ordwin and uh, I'm with Acadian Family Farm. Okay. I'm a Cajun from South Louisiana, nice. and so we come from a long history of food. We like to eat good food, <laughs> if you know anything about Louisiana food. My grandparents raised a big garden. It's just in us down there. A lot of the older people in the community raised the gardens, and uh, we just, we like to enjoy life and eat good. Oh, we have about everything. We have organic carrots, organic radishes, kohlrabi, green and red lettuce, kales, oriental turnips everything that helps the people have a healthy diet. No, we're actually three miles from Fort Cobb Lake. It's about 80 miles. So we have to get up really early in the morning and load our trucks and come. Everybody knows, you know, to really eat a good healthy diet, you need a lot of vegetables in your diet, you know, and so that's one reason I think that people are looking for vegetables because they know that they're healthy. I mean, nobody, I don't know if anybody disputes eating vegetables uh, being healthy. I used to rodeo when I was young and it's a lot like a rodeos in some aspect. You know, you come in, you set up, you have a big event and afterwards everybody goes home. You know, and, and maybe we, through the excitement, you know, kind of encourage people to eat right, you know? Because there's lots of things out there that encourage you to eat wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So it can have a positive influence in that aspect. I think a lot of people that come to farmer's markets don't really eat healthy normally. I think they come because it's a special event or whatever, and maybe we can have some kind of influence on them when they go back and maybe try, they'll start trying to eat healthier. Kate, I had so much fun talking with these people and interviewing them and, and hearing their experiences and why they're here. They're pretty, it's pretty exciting. And you come here and there are so many other stories of, of people and, and their backgrounds and why they're here and it's really exciting. But you got to hear and talk with a particular chef, is that right? I did, Shelby Seek. She hung out with us at Shape Your Future, taught us how to make a really, really awesome salad with fresh ingredients. And I got to talk to her a little bit about her background and um, why it's important to know where your food comes from and to have those fresh ingredients. I would really like to hear it. Let's play it. All right. A soothing contrast of burnt rose-colored walls and vibrant green succulents greets patrons who enter Lua Mediterranean and Bottle Shop in the Plaza District in Oklahoma City. Between the bar top and mirrored shelves, the chef prepares a salad. My name is Shelby Sieg, and I am the chef and operating partner of Lua Mediterranean and Bottle Shop in the heart of the Plaza District. Just really focusing on fresh, seasonal, local ingredients 
and cocktails and wines that reflect the Mediterranean vibe as well. Shelby and her associates have traveled all over the world seeking out unique dishes to bring back to Oklahoma City, but they have also shared the wisdom of those with worldly experience right here at home. We actually have a lady named Mrs. Moses that is a local teacher. She came in and helped us with the hummus recipe and it's Lebanese kind of style hummus. It's a recipe that she's really handed out over the years to different students. So it was a kind of a cool way to get some local influence and somebody that a lot of people would know. I think it's really important to know where your food comes from if you can, if you have access to a farmer's market. When you have access to those foods, when you can see the people that grow those foods and the hands that were on it and where it comes from, I think it makes you wanna focus a little bit more on what you're putting into your body when you see kind of the whole process from start to finish. Because really kind of having that connection for me makes it all full circle. I think that sometimes it sounds like it's a very hard thing to eat healthy. It's very, maybe a little bit more expensive or you have to really, really know how to cook or what you're doing. And that's really a fallacy because you can just go to your local market, pick whatever vegetables are available and in season. Just kind of adding really, really fresh things, especially in spring and summer when everything is really available and in season, putting together cold salads and putting maybe vegetables on skewers on the grill, things that are really, really easy to do, but fill your plate with a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Food is a living metaphor of what we absorb from our world. It's such a fundamental part of life and it can be intimately impactful and memorable. Some of my favorite times growing up were, you know, when we were preparing for any kind of party around my house and having a bunch of my parents' friends over or anything like that. My mom really just went to a lot of trouble putting together these really amazing elaborate menus. And for me, those times, my sisters and I in the kitchen with my mom, and she would be teaching us about menus and recipes that her mom had made from a collection of recipe books that she had gotten from around the country and, and different friends of hers. My dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around a lot. And it was always really, really cool to kind of relate to people through those recipes and through food because I think it kind of demystifies different cultures and different populations when you approach it through food. So she, you know, she really would teach us a lot about you know, in this country, this is the way this food is eaten and this is the way it's made. And it makes it to where it's not quite so kind of weird and foreign when you're a kid to think about other cultures and you get a really cool experience of kind of approaching it through something that everyone can relate to. And that's it. So there you just have a really beautiful, light, fresh summer salad featuring ingredients that you can get at Scissor Tail Farmer's Market. So we just spoke with Shelby Sieg and I love that interview because we got to know more about why food is such a personal thing. Everyone has memories, family memories, memories with friends, special occasions that are really closely tied with food. And so not only is it about your health and your nutrition, but there's a very kind of personal and even spiritual aspect to it as well. What do you think? I think you're right. You know, food nourishes us, obviously. 
but it's also a source of enjoyment. You know, we are, we are made to enjoy our food, enjoy the taste, enjoy the experience of dining together with friends and such. And so just incorporating all those elements of nutrition and enjoyment and the social aspect, it, it comes together very, very well. Speaking of nutrition and social, we're here at Central Tail Park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For the farmer's market here, and things are really revving up. There are still a lot of people here who are milling around. They are social distancing, so and they're wearing masks, so that's good. But there's so many vendors here, so much stuff. Uh, but you know, Kate, this is only one of many farmer's markets throughout the state. And shapeyourfutureok.com, there is a page there that has a lot of information on farmer's markets. So I invite you to visit shapeyourfutureok.com. Uh, go to, I think this is a healthy eating tab. You click on that and there'll be a farmer's market dealio. Click on that and you get a wealth of information on a bunch of farmer's markets throughout the state. So come here to Sersertel Park or go to any farmer's market throughout the state. Yes, it is so nice here at Scissor Tail Park. We're having a great time at this farmer's market. They're on every Saturday, right? Starting the Saturday. So come on out when you can. You'll get produce from all over the state, from the farm straight to your table. You know where it comes from. You know it's organic, and you're supporting local in a time when we really need to support each other and band together as a community. So this is a great place to be, great thing to support. So James, this has been such an awesome episode, such a cool experience. Thank you for coming out with me today. I've had a wonderful time too, Kate. Come on out and thank you. Thank you for your interviews. Thank you for your time. Listeners, thank you for your time. I hope you really enjoyed this. So until next time, this is James Tyree. And Kate Howell. Wishing you peace. And better health.